Meanwhile, recorded live in the Lava Lamp Lounge, it's somewhere in between a radio zine. News, music, culture, stories, and more. This show is what we make of it, and hopefully you'll join us in the fun, too. Now let's get started. And welcome to Listening to Something New. It's issue 33, The Voices in My Head. In spite of having what could probably be considered one of the best imaginable excuses for the last year now, I have found it almost impossible to relax or stay at rest in any unique or significant way, and probably have started more things that I have seen to completion in the last year uh, than I have in quite some time, which maybe speaks more to a coping mechanism than anything else. But this challenge has certainly been something I've struggled with my entire life. There's this little voice in the back of my head that keeps telling me you need to keep going. You need to keep working. It's not enough, actually, if you're done with something new and you've just finished a gigantic, massive project that maybe even took you a couple years to complete. No, 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 no. You need to start back in again, right away, immediately, if not sooner. Because if you don't, no one will ever remember you. I'm trying to remember exactly where I got this impulse, this weird nagging tug at the back of my mind that keeps trying to convince me that it's just not enough yet. You need to keep going. Certainly, I began to feel this way sometime in high school and have yet to actually find any sort of lightening of this sensation. No matter how much I do or things that I accomplish that feel meaningful to me. I know this is a common problem that many people suffer from, so I'm not too incredibly worried that it's a unique and singular experience that only I have gone through. But there is something very difficult about acknowledging that no matter how hard you try, you're sort of stuck in this endless cycle where exhausted and finally free of all of these tugging and nagging sensations that are required to finish the previous thing, you find yourself winding up very quickly into some new complete frenzy about what to do next. Maybe this is just the life of a creative person, someone who finds themselves constantly staring at a blank canvas, trying to figure out how to make a mark on it that seems unique or genuine or at least something that uh, you could be very proud of. Or maybe this is uh, the problem that everyone faces, regardless of creative inclination or career path. Sooner or later, the tug, this desire, this need, this nagging little voice in the back of your mind starts to overwhelm all those other sensations 
And sooner or later, you just have to follow it, regardless of where it takes you or how difficult that path might be. We are all sort of hoeing different difficult paths these days, trying to deal with this prolonged experience that we share together as members of the human race. Some of us have to keep going to work as our coping mechanism. Others have found incredible sloth being the only way that they can get through the day. Even yet, others have turned to drinking or other intoxicants, mindless scrolling online, new digital addictions that can keep them occupied and certainly entertained in the moment. And at this point, there's actually a little bit of a, uh, shall we say, rainbow on the horizon? Something to look forward to, maybe? Or at least we're getting to that phase where the hopelessness doesn't feel quite as extreme. That maybe there's a few options for us on the horizon that could lead to something, well, different than this everyday sameness that we've been going through for the longest period of time. Still, I can't ignore this weird voice that's constantly barking out orders to me. Have you finished something new? What did you do today? Where's that checklist? How many action items did you get done? How is anyone going to ever remember who you are if you haven't kept busy today? Sometimes if I could just silence that voice in my head, I imagine... Maybe all of this would be better. probably doesn't have to be mentioned to be observed that there are a lot of male voices out in the world vying for our attention. And sometimes these voices have a lot of interesting and valuable things to say. But if you're like me, a white, cis, male, middle-aged member of our culture, then Maybe more male voices isn't exactly what you need in your life. In fact, maybe what you need is a reduction in the number of male voices that come into your ears and inform your ideas and the way that you look at the world around you. So one of the things that I wanted to do as a, a project towards myself is uh, 
invite the idea of other voices into my world and my radio world, uh, especially given that a lot of the voices that I'm already listening to seem to be predominantly men. So when I thought that I needed to maybe shake up the voices that I was hearing, the first person I thought of was my good friend, Heather, from The Sound of Tomorrow. Heather, how are you doing? I'm doing great, Austin. How are you? Pretty good. Pretty good. And, you know, I like the idea of this project of incorporating different voices into my life only because I feel like radio has been such a white male dominated world and podcasts included. Uh, And, you know, when I realize that I'm on like the third hour of some guy telling me what he thinks, it starts to feel a little gross. I tend to agree. I listen to enough podcasts these days. And I definitely, um, I'll tell you, it was right around um, the 2016 election. Mm, mm-hmm. Something in me switched a little bit. And yeah. I said to myself, self said I, I don't know. I don't know if I need to hear all these cishet white guys talk all the time. <laughs> which, which, I mean, we get plenty of in plenty of other areas. Right. So. And I'm certainly not saying there's anything wrong with cishet white guys. Total fan. Absolute fan. Mm-hmm. But I started seeking out people who maybe weren't cishet white guys. Yeah. And, and, and this seems very important to me because... As someone who never thought very deeply about the kinds of voices that were in my head and then suddenly realizing how monophonic they all sounded, Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, I I feel like it is important to get these other voices into my head just so that I have other perspectives, that I I don't sink into some sort of rut. And it it really is neat. I find that I love hearing people who aren't – for the record, I am a cis white woman. Mm. I like to hear the perspectives of people who aren't exactly like me. Sure. And again, not saying that, you know, I have the same experience as every cis white woman, but you know, I, I want to hear from people who are maybe LGBTQIA. I want to mm. hear from non-white people. Right. I want to hear from maybe non-American people. Yes. And so you had asked me about some of the shows that I listen to. Yeah, I want to get kind of beyond like, you know, BBC Radio and the Jackie and Laurie show and and kind of get into maybe some like deeper shows that that might be kind of fun. And, and, and you said you had some some recommendations. I do. And the thing with me is I also like funny. In preparing <clears throat> for this segment, I did Google diverse podcasts and stuff, the internet has a wealth of resources. Sure. And of course, there's great stuff like Code Switch. I think that's from NPR and everything. For me, I like funny. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of the shows that I sought out are more funny or conversational and less hard fact news-based, which is also great. Mm -hmm. And there's also a lot of great resources for you know, deep discussions of race, deep discussions of LGBTQIA plus rights and things like that. But the ones I'm going to mention are more just kind of fun, but they're just not always a bunch of white people talking or a bunch yeah. of straight people talking. And I assume that fun also uh, can have educational, newsworthy or other kinds of moments that will send my fingers flying onto the Google. Completely. Um, yeah, that's the thing. Just hearing the hosts talk 
there's all kinds of points where it's like, whoa, I never thought about that. Whoa, I never knew about that. Mm, and it can still be funny. I, I love this. Okay. Yes. Cool. Very, very cool. The first one on my list, I've listened to this on and off for years and years and years, is Yo, Is This Racist? Mm, okay. And that's with Andrew T. and Tawny Newsom as the hosts. It used to be just Andrew T. And I like it better with Tawny Newsom as mm. the co-host. And people call in with questions and they say, is this racist? And right. then they address whether it is or not. Interesting. I, I like this because I suspect that this is like a conversation that could be incredibly reductive, but at the same time, by giving it a little room in the conversation to get at some of these deeper issues, you can uncover things for people that may not have thought about it. Mm -hmm. And the, the conversations are good. The rapport between the hosts is really great. And so you learn stuff and listen to a couple friends have a great discussion. I like that. Speaking of a couple friends having a great discussion, one of my absolute top favorite shows right now is Best Friends. And mm. that's where Sashir Zameda and Nicole Byer get together and they take listener calls and questions. They do quizzes, but mainly they just talk about their friendship. Hmm. Nice. It's Oh, it's so good. I love them so much. That's, you know, I think one thing that, you know, can certainly be said for a lot of people is that, especially now, given everything that's happening, uh, friendships are hard to maintain. And sometimes you need a little good role modeling to, you know, learn how to do it well. Yep. And it's great role modeling. And of course, they're both comedians. Yeah. So they're funny, but also they're not. They're just having a conversation with each other. And they talk all the time. So it's it's just their conversation. It's great. It's it's so nice to have a little window into that. And I know you know this, Austin. I don't need to say it. But for any listener out there, I'm a giant fan of Nicole Byer. I was so going to say. Yeah. Like there's yeah, other shows too, right? Right. And two that I listen to. One, it's a must. Well, these both are for me. All of these are. Uh, she has her own show, Why Won't You Date Me? Right. And... That's a really great program. And last year, after the murder of George Floyd at the hands of police, mm. she featured only people of color as guests for the rest of the year. Very cool. It was great. I absolutely loved it. Again, it's a comedy program. The premise is kind of that she doesn't have a boyfriend or girlfriend, and she'd like to have a partner. <laughs> so they talk about that. She'll be like, okay, look at my Tinder. You know, tell me what you think about my Tinder. But the discussions always go deeper. Sure, sure. I mean, I mean, this is one of those things about like dating and advice and whatnot is that like it might seem a little shallow on the surface because it's like, well, yeah, I just want to date somebody. But very quickly, if you go down that line of thinking, you'll get into some extremely personal and philosophical ideas. Yeah. And then another one that Nicole Byer is sometimes on, but not always, the main host of this is Mono Agapian, is Drag Her. Mm. And another thing I'm a giant fan of is RuPaul's Drag Race. Right. And Drag Her is, they, they say the joke is that they are the only RuPaul's Drag Race review show. <laughs> and I lately, think that maybe is a little bit exaggerated <laughs> i know i know a running thing in the show is that 
they're like, we know, we know we're not. It's the thing we say, stop <laughs> writing us about it. Just stop. Yeah, we know. Get moving on. <laughs> but lately, Mono has had you know, all kinds of drag queens on to co-host with him. So like Crystal was on from the UK show, Crystal Method, Genie from Thailand. Cool. I, it's been really neat. So Drag yeah. Her is also just a, a must listen. I like this because we have not only the kind of different perspectives going on but in an international flavor because you're getting the drag shows from other countries as well yes yeah it's it's a great program i love to listen to it it might not be as fascinating if you don't watch rupaul's drag race well this is another project i've been needing to work on so maybe i could do this in tandem <laughs> there yeah i mean it's so much fun and then i used to i'll admit there was have you ever listened to a show and there's just too much content and you have to unsubscribe? <laughs> too many episodes coming out at, like twice a week. <laughs> yes. So a really great drag review program is Race Chaser with Alaska mm. and Willem. But I swear they were dropping like eight shows a week and I just couldn't keep up. And then I got scared and then I unsubscribed. <laughs> Uh, I hope that if you have a release schedule like that, that you you have a little bit of an understanding that it's like a soap opera. You know, not everyone's tuning in for every episode. Yeah, <laughs> I I did get overwhelmed with Race Chaser, and of course, Alaska and Willem are drag queens, as are Latrice and Manila, who do the chop. Mm -hmm. And cool. then I went to look these up, like just for fun, because I couldn't remember the network. And the network is Forever Dog. Oh, and. It looks like they have a ton of LGBTQIA plus and POC content. Yeah. And and they're kind of up and coming where they've got quite a few shows on Forever Dog. Quite they're a few. I was astounded when I looked it up today and excited because it looked like they had like so much stuff. Lightning round. I would just do a shout out for Spanish Aki Presents. I would do a shout out for Minority Corner. That's corner with a K, because as mm. they say, the C was taken. And there's oh. Getting Curious with Jonathan Van Ness. Oh, okay. Excellent. So those are all things that I've I've kind of listened to here and there. Right now, I'll tell you I'm on a, a weird deep dive with best friends because I got a little caught up on the drag stuff and then I missed some episodes and now I have to catch up. Right. <laughs> but, so those are just a few that are my personal favorites. There's a ton of content out there. Yeah. I like that. This is a good starting place too, because, you know, as I was saying kind of beforehand, you know, so much of the radio world is a lot of the same old, same old. And, you know, th there's several shows here I've never heard of a few that I've been meaning to check out. Mm -hmm. uh, th this is so, this is, so what we're going to do, we'll make sure this list is available in the show notes afterwards for people who are curious, who who want to have different voices in, in their head, too, and uh, are looking for something that maybe uh, they're not familiar with. I love it because, you yeah. know, I don't know if you check these out, you'll have a really good time as well. Yeah, that's well, and that's what I'm looking forward to. I mean, I, th I think we turn to radio for fun. So, yes, why not? Yep, I know <laughs> I listen to enough news. I, I often just want some entertainment. Uh, well, and, and, you know, thank you so much, Heather. If, if we wanted to find more of your voice so that we could listen to it in our ears, what would we want to do? Oh, you could just go on over to soundoftomorrow.com. Yeah. And, and you guys are weekly. We are very, very weekly. Yeah. And W-E-A-K-L-Y. And this is a show where Heather and uh, her co-host Ross talk about issues, the world 
there's usually a skit every episode. It, it's, it's it's usually very fun. a skit. Yeah. Sometimes it's sad. <laughs> oh, that is true. But uh, the, again, one of the reasons I like it is that you guys talk about real issues. So it's not just kind of a, you know, I can't just put it on and wash dishes, you know. It's worth listening to. We do try. We do try to cover <clears throat> some news and our perspective of it. Um, I guess you could say we're slightly diverse. Um, Ross is a gay man and I am a woman. Which, you know, considering a lot of radio, that is very diverse. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. 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 So, yeah, I, re- I recommend that. And then also uh, uh, Heather recommends many things uh, for, for some, getting some different voices in your head. If you want to hear Heather and I discuss issues of gender and politics and the pandemic and a science fiction program known as Max Headroom, then you might want to visit the website 20minutesintothefuture.org where you can find our podcast where we watch and discuss Max Headroom among all the other interconnected and various side subjects that are related to a program like that and it's a lot of fun we we like to have a good time on that show too your household is anything like mine, then you have probably noticed the weekly recurring charge that's coming through on your account for RuPaul's Drag Race Season 13, which has been on for so long that uh, I think I was still in college when the show started, (laughs) Uh, which is kind of uh, telling in terms of uh, how excellent and um, worthwhile the program is. As someone who never saw a stitch of it, my wife and I are re-watching season one, uh, which it did not take long for me to uh, get from a place of, I don't know anything about this program, to feeling very strongly about the decisions that RuPaul is making and whether or not they are correct. And she's wrong on a couple of accounts. Trust me. Anyway, uh, All this is a long way of saying that if you're looking for an opportunity to get different voices in your head, almost every inch of RuPaul's Drag Race is available for you to stream somewhere or another online. And it's a perfect opportunity to see people at the top of their game performing in incredible circumstances that I know none of us could actually uh, do uh, given the same scenarios. And more importantly, it is tons of fun. And that's going to do it for us this week here on the program. Somewhere in between a radio zine, the voices in my head. Issue 33 contained some aurally exciting stories, including Unwanted Voices, Heather's Recommendations, 
and a quick plug for Drag Race, written and read by Austin Rich, featuring a conversation with Heather from The Sound of Tomorrow. 100% of this show was made with one eye scanning maps of potential camping locations and three quarters of my brain calculating when the soonest I can be out among the trees again could actually occur. Don't be surprised if you tune in someday and it's just the sound of me reading comics out in the woods. This episode was produced by Austin Rich in the Lava Lamp Lounge and was assembled using only the finest in 20th century technology. In the long-standing tradition of most zines, there is an open submission policy here. If you have a story that you'd like to send in, read, or just want to be a part of the show, why not drop a line to austinrich at gmail.com? That's going to do it for us this week. You guys are wonderful, you guys are beautiful, and without you, there would be no program. Be seeing you. Thank you.